I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Ramble React. It's Wednesday the 8th of March. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm David College. And I'm Vidushin Antaraja. Let's get straight into it, lads. No messing around, no tail sniffing to speak of. It's finished. Uh, Chelsea 2, uh, Dortmund 0, uh, 2-1 on Aggies. Massive win for Graham Potter as Chelsea head into the last day. David, you were at the match. Have you recovered from the yellow smoke? It was like SpongeBob SquarePants' gender reveal down there. <laughs> I quite... <laughs> yellow smoke all over the gaff. How many flares were going off, David? It's crazy down there. I loved it, man. I loved it. That's what you want, you know? Underfield lights, <laughs> yeah. bit of smoke bomb on as well. That's that's what you want. I paid for night. a 4K telly, David. I couldn't see a fucking thing, mate. I was fuming. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to decide... shit, mate, for you armchair fans. <laughs> I'm going to side with Pete on this. It's one thing that I can't watch the 3 o'clock games on a Saturday. The fact that I can't watch an 8 o'clock game properly <laughs> on a Tuesday, this yeah. is disgrace. There's a 3 p.m blackout and there's an 8pm yellow out <laughs> unbelievable it was it was incredible How, where do they even get these flares from for crying out loud because like do you get them when you arrive here do you bring them through uh, customs how does it work that's you what can't I even take know. a bottle of water into Stamford Bridge <laughs> I know you absolutely can like, oh, it's so so funny so the checks are completely just limited so I understand how they've got it in up the bump they're, they're, up the bump oh, David right okay right <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how you got your latte, in, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But but um, you enjoyed the match, David. Chelsea, they, they looked really balanced at the weekend. Was this kind of more of the same? They got a couple of uh, players back and they looked a little bit better? It was safe. That's the that's the only mm. word I can describe it from. It was safe. I, I wasn't particularly impressed. The Chelsea fans, I, I was I was standing in the shed end, and they weren't impressed either. Like like nobody's mm. nobody was talking between themselves saying, "Oh, we're we're back, we're back. This is a turning point" or anything like that. It was absolutely not there as well. Right. It was. I think it was a case of just getting through these two games. Um, it was the the lead result was massive, I think, for Potter as well. And then you know if you add that mm. to it, it's kind of like right, look at it. Let's let's build on that. Let's be safe. Let's be kind of risk averse and uh, yeah Dortmund didn't really completely like rattle Chelsea at any point either so so yeah they, no. these are two nice games for them I think just to course through and they could be massive going forward for them mm. and and like Dortmund coming in Vish I mean they were they were the form side they were the informed side last time they lost was in November against an entire country of Vietnam <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> you've got to be, you've got to be upset if if you if if you're uh, if you're a Dortmund fan right now. Obviously, uh, they they're, they're running a slightly different way to Chelsea, let's say. But uh, is it fair to say that uh, Dortmund, you expect them to pull up a few more trees? No, because I think if you look at the if you look at the injuries that they had coming into the game, I mean, like having to go in with Meyer in goal, um, lo- losing Brandt as early as they did. Um, I actually thought Bellingham had quite yeah. a bad game. Um, Probably quite a bad game in a very Bellingham way in that he just tried to do everything and took it upon himself. And he's done that a few times, mm. certainly in Europe as well, where it feels like, I don't know, he has, he's got this sense that it's all on him. Um, and it's not a bad quality to have, to be fair, but um, he was just mm. a bit off the pace. I mean, he should have equalised, to be fair. He equalised on, on aggregate with that chance he had that he put past the post in the um, second half. It, got a, it dropped mm. to him and... He snatched at it, but he he was so close to goal that I'm amazed he got to the other side of the post. But to be fair, there there are, there are bits of that game that I thought that the doorman looked the more assured on the ball. There was certainly a period maybe about half an hour in where they'd they'd had they had like 75 percent of possession or something like that, maybe even a bit more actually, because Chelsea it felt like Chelsea couldn't really get their foot on the ball. Um, but I, I I was quietly impressed. I know Dave's saying that. Um, you know, he wasn't particularly impressed, and those around him weren't impressed. But there was something about it that felt a bit. Chelsea to me are like, you know, someone who's compiled an incredible wardrobe, and they're not quite getting the outfits right every single time. But they do have something for every occasion. So when they, <laughs> you know, when they were bringing on people to close out the game, you couldn't have picked better players than Conor Gallagher and, and Dennis Zacharias to come on and either just disrupt the ball or have someone just running relentlessly in. In Gallagher, and mm. there were moments in that end of the first half and beginning of the second where they could have cut through a lot of other teams, um, let alone this Dortmund side who were, who were sitting back mm. probably a bit too much. So, yeah, I mean, kind of all in all, I suppose you know, if you're Dortmund, you probably if, if you're a Dortmund fan, you probably think you're headbutting the same glass ceiling again, over and over again. But mm. I'd be fuming. Yeah, I suppose if you would I was be, a Dortmund fan, I'd be fuming. Yeah, yeah, I really, I don't think they did enough. I really don't think they pulled Chelsea apart enough. And like you say, the, the injuries were a, were a massive factor, of course, of course. But I think if you go and you, it's a way game here, and I think they could have, and they know Chelsea's issues as well. They know Chelsea where they're hitting the wall at the moment as well themselves. I just think they could have 
really, really piled on and made it miserable, but they just, they didn't at any point. They had a lot of possession, yes, but they never got in behind Chelsea. Kepa wasn't exactly like fighting for his life here in, tim in terms of making game-winning saves. And they just didn't do enough at all. And it's funny, and obviously we've got On The Continent as well, European podcast, and we see on there as well, it's interesting to see the identity of this Dortmund team and, and, and what they are. And what what can you get more from this Dortmund team? I think they've absolutely got a ceiling, and we saw the ceiling tonight with them. And and I guess in many ways, Chelsea, certainly at the back end of the first half, they just did not want that whistle to, to come. It was it was at the point where it was kind of like a real tipping point. Like if they'd gone on and, and not been able to score again or score, um, you would have been in a situation where Chelsea were like, well, you, you had your chances. Graham Potter was off the touchline. He was sort of jumping around when players were like shanking the ball in, 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 into the crowd and stuff. And it almost didn't happen for them. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. That was, that was the best spell. They had about like five, ten minutes if I'm, you know, if I'm indulging them you know like the, and just before mm. the half just before half time and that was their best spell I think even over the second half as well if you look at the two goals look look, it was a scrappy goal for Sterling as well and if you look at the penalty as well right static yeah 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 <laughs> the, 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 it, it, both goals came from absolutely nothing it was not it was not like they were piling on there and everybody in the crowd was just absolutely screaming for Chelsea just to put in a tackle and just to win a 50-50. If you look at that first half and even the second half mm. as well, they didn't really capitalise upon that last five minutes they had in the first half. They didn't really win many 50-50s. They didn't really put themselves about. And that game was, again, it was there for Dortmund to say, right, OK, right, right, we're going to pile the misery on here. But they just never, ever did. You spoke about this being a big win for, for Graham Potter. Does this save his job? Does this give him the next round, the final eight in the Champions League? To be fair, I didn't think they'd get rid of him anytime soon. Obviously, there was a chance of that if they'd gone out at this stage because what else have they got to play for? And and I suppose the thing that's always going to work against Potter is it doesn't really matter how much time he feels like he's owed or how much time Todd Burley wants to give him. When you've got that, the squad they, they have now, you can kind of get anyone you want and they have... You know mm. they have all the time in the world to get it right over the over the summer. If there's someone that's installed, um, if he gets sacked, someone's going to be installed at the start of the summer. You'd assume. Um, but there was something about today which <laughs> there's a lot of criticism about Potter and his personality. The fact that he was a bit too docile at the start because that was that's just his nature. And there was something about seeing him today on the touchline, that little bit more animated, you know, almost acting like a cheerleader, almost kind of taking a page out of Conte's book, where it felt like he was, you know, if he'd got his steps up, he'd have done 10,000 in those 90 minutes. Um, but you kind of feel that actually, it's as weird to say, there is a Sunday league quality about managers at that level, that you need to be that invested, that you need to be that involved, and need to show your players that you mm. give that much of a shit. And... You rarely, even Ancelotti loses his mind a few times on the on the sidelines, and something about today, certainly when he was coming out uh, full time and hugging everyone and giving a fist bumps to the shed end, there felt a bit more of a connection there, and I wouldn't even say it was a guaranteed connection, you know that he that he had at the start of this this very game. It, 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 David, is there something to be said for the like the criticism of Potter just being a little bit overblown because he's got quite a different job to every 
well, every last um, three or four Chelsea managers because he's the first manager whose like remit has been changing the culture of the club and not just the culture that the last guy brought to the club. If that makes sense, you yeah. know, like Lampard was brought in to see off Sarri sideways passes. Tuchel was brought in to deal with a bloated squad that Frank had, but you know, obviously, he spent most of his time just being a uh, an ambassador for the club <laughs> while it was being taken over and fighting fires from above. Does Potter just have longer term things to think about uh, with? Bawley, they've got more of a longer term plan and they act accordingly. So he's not quite as under pressure as, as, as people would make out. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I tell you what, if I was to bring a comparison about it would be with Andre Villas-Boas. When he first came into Chelsea, right. he was asked to kind of like turn over that squad, uh, kind of like phase the old boys out, you know, your Terry's, your Lampards and people like that. And obviously it went bad and they Chelsea reverted. They said, okay, maybe we're not ready to move on from this. And he didn't get the time. He didn't get the time, to, the allowance to do that. I think Potter's actually going to get the time. I really do. I think Bawley's going to give him... Um, I think I genuinely think they, they could have lost the Leeds and they also could have gone out tonight. And I still think Potter would have been in the job to, tomorrow morning. I really do. I think they want to kind of give him a time. And, right. and I keep seeing uh, Arteta's name thrown about as well. And they said like, oh, oh wow, look what Arsenal did. Um, <laughs> and look at how much time he got uh, given. And I think there was a there was a point in Arteta's um, spell where everybody was like, oh, I, I don't think he, I, I think this is it. You know, I think this is a bit too much for him. I think, you know, this is a bit too big for him. And I think Chelsea are in that spell right now. But all I'd say is, I genuinely, honestly, I've watched these last two games and I genuinely don't feel any different towards Potter than I felt before. Uh, and the massive results as well, but I just genuinely don't feel any different. I've looked at them, they've won that Leeds game, they've won tonight, they've gone through as well, but I'm not kind of like, oh, Potter has to stay. Potter's, Potter's the man. Uh, it, it, they've not done anything, I've not seen anything where I'm completely convinced that he's the man going forward. You know what, I, I think it's as simple as the players who he hasn't had available for a long period of time, and those are the two wing-backs we saw today, like... Reese James and Chilwell, you saw what they did to that team. They just make the pitch that much bigger and therefore everyone inside of them, especially in that midfield. And even, you know, Jao Felix, they just just get a little bit more space, don't they? Um, and I know it is ridiculous mm. to say about a, t a squad that stacked that actually two players missing or two players not, being able, not playing with each other regularly enough has such a dramatic effect, but, but it does. Did you see, um, I suppose, Dave, you wouldn't have seen it because you were at the game, but Sky did this, uh, sorry, BT did this thing before the start of the game where they had Chelsea's entire squad list out and they were just pulling players that they thought were were bankers in the middle. And, the, you know, they got to Thiago Silva and then they, you know, then it was Reese James and Chilwell and then they weren't sure. And I, I kind of understand that. But right. but realistically, when you've got Reese James and Chilwell there, the rest kind of feels in itself. It's almost like, you know, this Sudoku puzzle that, like, once you get a couple of numbers, then everything's going to flow. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Gleason has the ball and dims it in towards the penalty area. Brennan Camp does a very good job there of holding Mycock. Maycock, rather. The chaos of the penalty um, in the second half. Kai Havertz... Um, well, they won a penalty for handball. Kai Havertz missed it after hitting the post. But then the Dortmund player who cleared the ball, he was encroaching the area, uh, so Havertz had another chance to, to, to put it away. And and there was some debate at the time who was going to be taking that penalty. I mean, would you have given that back to uh, Kai Havertz? Is this penalty in microcosm indicative of the issues at Chelsea? It's just all a bit chaotic and everyone just needs to just calm the fuck down. It, it's funny, yeah. I saw that news earlier this week and I was like, it said Kai Havertz is the main penalty taker now. And it's so funny. And some guy just leaned into me as well and he goes, I don't want fucking Kai <laughs> taking this. And it was just... <laughs> <laughs> and then he missed it and he was like... He leaned back and he goes, I definitely don't want fucking Kai taking this second one, mate. And, I'm, <laughs> and I, was just like, I was just like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I, th- I would have Jao Felix on this. Uh, on this, Like, just, just pour it away sort of thing. And I wouldn't care. For, um, Kai Havertz had a lovely finish as well, which got obviously disallowed. It got, it got ruled out as well. And that was such a lovely finish. And I was like, he's going to bang mm. this in the top corner. I swear he's going to curl this in the top corner. And obviously he didn't. But he... he <sighs> He's he's one of those players where I'm, I'm I'm looking at, and he needs the confidence, of course, as well. But then you do start and wonder uh, how much has he actually played in the position that he wants to play in, in that little second striker role, which which is also kind of what Jao Felix's role as well. And this is just a microcosm of just all the things the Potter has to figure out. He has to he needs to get spine of the team. By the way, if you if you look at the teams, if you look at every team at the top in every single league, they've got a clear spine. And I don't think Chelsea have one right now. Just a set number of players who they who mm. three or four names who are first on the team sheet, and they haven't got that right now. I don't think. I got the impression that um, just by the way that Havertz started that game and the way things are going for him recently, it was almost like he, like in a cartoon where he just had a dark cloud over his head and it was just raining on every, <laughs> it was just <laughs> raining on him and no one else. Charlie Brown. He's Charlie yeah, he Brown. Is. He is. He's he's a very expensive Charlie Brown. Um, <laughs> Graham Potter's gone. He can't understand what he's saying. Snoopy's getting on his Joe, tits. Joe Felix is pulling the ball away. He's about to kick it. Yeah, that's. But the but you know the fact that he stepped up and took the retake was impressive. I don't think he would have taken the retake if the keeper had saved it. I think the fact that he'd sent the keeper the wrong mm, way and hit yeah. the post, it was like, okay, I, I only need to correct this much here. But it's strange to right. think that he's become you know he's become something of a. I don't know, like a like a cursed figure. Like he feels every time he gets the ball, every time he does something, there are shades to like Timo Werner at the back end of his time at Chelsea, where 
you can hear the groans before yeah. he's actually done something groan worthy in the stats. And <laughs> he's just he, he's just not a nine though. He's not the main man. Yeah, he's not a course. main man. Yeah. He, he, you know, he just isn't that as well. And I think that really goes against him. And I think Chelsea are really, really looking to him right now. They're, they're looking to somebody who can can propel them. And he is just not. He's not a nine. He just really isn't. I, I actually really like him as well. God, I'm sick of defending him as well because I really, really <laughs> like him. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely, but he does me no favours whatsoever. <laughs> I think he's, he's, he's too, in Joel he's too... jail. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the path he needs to take. Drop back into midfield. Um, I, yeah, as, as a DM. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe I wonder if he's he, he's maybe he's too pretty to be a number nine. Maybe he should he should just be this little right. fancy fancy support striker floating around and let someone else with a. <laughs> With an uglier face, do the harder stuff. <laughs> a chunkier physique. Um, well, you just mentioned uh, Joe Felix there. His uh, beef with Diego Simeone and Atleti uh, continues. Uh, Simeone has uh, suggested that squad harmony has improved since Felix left. Uh, I saw the change. I have to focus on the one that infects the team. Infects the team, Fish. What an astonishing thing to say about a professional, a fellow professional. A, a, fellow, pro- a fellow professional <laughs> who signed a long-term deal when he went on loan because he's coming back to play for your team so I don't don't know what he's doing there yeah well uh, Felix himself uh, said this week that I feel free to play uh, which is most definitely a dig at Simeone Uh, elsewhere in uh, the Champions League uh, if you'd allow us to move on uh, uh, it was a tough night for Scott Parker Scott Parker little Scotty Parker Parker. his side Club Bruges uh, lost 5-1 against uh, Benfica 7-1 on aggregate I will say it was probably down to I was thinking like if if Graham Potter was going to lose this match it was down to the fact that he had like five Ten more, ten more minutes to talk to Jake Humphreys before the football <laughs> match. And if Scott Parker was going to lose uh, this match, uh, as he did, 7-1 on aggregate, it was all about his illegal David Bellamy body warmer over a grey suit. I'm not sure I like it. It's a little bit Alan Partridge, Vish. You're a man of fashion. Where do you stand on the uh, Scott Parker body warmer slash suit uh, sort of combo? I think, he, I think he gets away with murder. I, I, I think, <laughs> it's wearing I, in, yeah. isn't it? It's wearing I, I in. Think, I, I, I'm glad you mentioned this, Pete, because uh, it's been a bee in my bonnet for a while. Just because you're a good-looking <laughs> five-foot-seven boy doesn't mean you should get away with wearing nonsense, yeah? yeah? Um, and and he's been... Yeah, okay, yeah. It's and the, and the, the idea that he's doing it on the continent now as well is disgusting. He's supposed, <laughs> he's supposed to be an ambassador, Scott. I thought you looked lovely. During during Fashion Week. Oh, <laughs> I genuinely thought he looked at it really, really nice, as he usually does. He looked immaculate. I really do. But um, you know, it... too many pockets, not enough things in them. I'm not having a. Here's David. the there reason might, as well. Here's the reason. There might be a, there might be a vape pen in there. There might be all sorts in there. You know, you just don't know. <laughs> you know, big yellow flare. <laughs> he's the reason me. He's smuggling. He's the, the reason me and other five foot seven people get hoodwinked online with Instagram adverts because they see a handsome man like him wearing it and think, yeah. you know what, I could pull that off. Yeah. Oh, I thought pinstripes weren't for short people, yeah. but look, he looks nice in them, and we're the ones that suffer here. Yeah, I'm the one who looks like su- like super meat boy <laughs> in a stupid linen. 
linen uh, piece of uh, suitage. Uh, right, uh, it is time for a bonus edition of Betfair's Popular Bet Builder. Select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders using Betfair's handy app, and you can add them to your bet slip in just one tap. Seeing as the Champions League is back again today, uh, we thought we'd have another crack and winning some money for charity. So we're placing our own popular bet builder on Spurts versus Milan, which is tonight. Uh, David, what are you going to go for at, uh, for tonight's match, uh, Spurs Milan? Oh, I'm going to go for my boy, Christian Romero. Oh, and he's going to get a card because of course he's going to get a card so yeah yeah slap that slap that in it's <laughs> what makes us beautiful European night special isn't it uh, Vish what are you going to go for I am going to go for uh, a bet that um, hints towards a barn burner I'm going either team to win in extra time oh nice so if the bus is late it's going to be like a 12am <laughs> yeah. finish fantastic yeah. uh, like it was here uh, right Marcus has gone for this Hi gang, I'm going to go for under 3.5 goals in this Tottenham versus Milan fixture. There will be goals, but not too many of them. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. I don't know whether he's brought me up there or brought me down. Uh, I'm going to go for Harry Kane to have two or more shots on target, which will um, be, you know, a chance to be a fine thing, the way that Spurs are playing at the moment. So Christian Romero to be shown a card, either team to win an extra time, uh, under 3.5 goals in the game from Marcus, and I've gone for Harry Kane to have two more shots on target. Uh, two or more shots on target. Uh, a £5 bet with Betfair on that popular bet builder returns £226.28. And if we win, all that lovely cash will go to Prostate Cash. UK. We're going to be back with another round of Betfair's Popular Bet Builder on Friday. Exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. TCC apply, 18 plus only. For more information on responsible gambling, head to begamblerware.org. Thank you very much uh, for listening to today's Ramble Reacts. Marcus and Luke, we'll be back tomorrow uh, for that huge game for Spurs in the Champions League. They're going to be exhausted. It's going to be midnight. It's going to be fantastic. They're going to be loose <laughs> as a goose. Uh, tickle that subscribe button so make sure you never uh, miss an episode from us. I've been Pete Donaldson. I've been Joined by Vish. Say goodbye, Vish. Bye. I've been joined uh, by David, fresh from uh, Stamford Bridge, covered in yellow smoke. Goodbye, David. <coughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Those sundered lungs back again. Uh, and we'll be back soon with more Ramble. Bye. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the ACAR. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Must create a network.